0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen, and as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you for tuning in, downloading, streaming, however you taking my podcast. I appreciate it. Welcome back, people. Uh, it's your first full week of 2023, as we're calling it, the Jordan year. Right now, the Jordan year. Um, it's going well so far, man. I'm, 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 uh, uh, I've slowed down. I'm being intentional. Uh, I feel great. I'm stretching every day. Hey, cannabis and stretching, elite combo. I'm just saying, give it a try. But uh, just, you know, just believing in myself and being positive and just working at something every single day, you know, no matter how small it is, just chipping away at something and accomplishing things every day just makes me feel a lot better. And I, I'm aware of that, and uh, I've always been aware of that, but now I'm really just trying to be intentional at uh, doing that to um, promote the uh, production of those type of endorphins to keep me being happy and sane. But with that out the way, let's jump right in. Um, <clears throat> welcome, man. I, I, I appreciate y'all checking out the podcast. Again, the numbers are growing. I really appreciate it. So please keep telling your friends, your enemies, Co-worker, whoever it is, tell somebody about the podcast. But um, I'm a, I'm gonna jump right in with the uh, with my milestone. For those who don't know, we have a ten-year-old son. His name is Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. And uh, this week, not a big thing, but it's just uh, he's in the last couple of weeks. He's he's shown a lot of maturity. Uh, he, like a lot of kids, he suffers from time blindness, but him having ADHD is really, it's, it's, uh, it's exacerbated in him. You know, he, he really struggles with that. I struggle with it from time to time. I've said it on this podcast several times, him and I are very similar. I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but, uh, he's showing a lot more maturity. He's starting to uh, be conscious of his time. Um, When he gets up, he'll get his breakfast ready. I asked him not to cook if we're not downstairs or anything like that, so he'll get the eggs ready. Uh, He'll go on his computer, get his checklist, make sure things are done, put his lunch in his bag, all that stuff. He's starting to do that without having to be uh, told or prompted to because he's starting to see, like, if I just get this stuff done, if I sit down and eat my breakfast, I'll have some time to maybe play some games before school. So that is starting to sink in a little bit, and um, I can't say a little bit; it's starting to sink in more on a, on a more consistent basis. And uh, I, I think it's great. I think uh, I think he enjoys it. I try to be positive. I try to reinforce it. I try to let him know that I'm proud of him for for doing it. And I think he likes that. One, the feeling, and two, he likes to have. Actually, you know what? I said I will say this. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put my positive reinforcement on top. I'm not. I'm going to say it, it It supplements his good behavior. It's not. It doesn't cause the good behavior. I don't know. Could be wrong. I'm not going to credit myself. <clears throat> but I think he likes the extra time, the free time to play games before school. And I think the positive reinforcement works for him. So things, things are working out. I'm, I'm really, really proud of him. Um, I, I've really realized – Meeting your kids where they are makes a huge difference. Like uh taking your entrance into into things that they like, stuff that they care about, asking them questions, stuff like that. You really get to see <clears throat> a different side of your kid when you really start to just engage them on the things that they're uh into. Like uh he's right now he's really into Bad Wars on um, on Minecraft. It's a multiplayer game, uh four V four, four V four teams of four four teams and they have these uh, four different islands and in the middle uh, there's like a a resource island and basically what you're trying to do is destroy the other team's bed so that the players can no longer respawn and last man standing wins and I just think it's fascinating watching his uh, his strategy you know how he tries to like uh, get his teammates to help out what he's telling them to, to do Uh, cause I, 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 I was a big gamer, man. I I still love games, uh, but I just, I just can't get back into them. But anyway, I just love seeing him figure out like, uh, just how to like, it sounds bad, but these these are, these are, these are like, like it's not a first person shooter, but these are combat games. So just watching him figure out like, uh, combat strategies, you know, uh, how to sneak up on people, how to like set traps for people, how to come up behind people. It's just pretty fascinating to see like uh human, just like what the human brain comes up. <laughs> well, what, what we come up with, especially as a kid, like just seeing like, okay, how much of this shit is just like nature? You know, I, I, like, they say we're hunter gatherers, but it's just like, we never like, honestly, modern day hunting. Come on, man. I'm not saying that it's not hard. But it ain't like what Native Americans and shit were doing. We got way more fucking technology, but uh, so I, I kind of feel like uh, you, you see it in video games nowadays. You know that that fucking predatory shit that's deep down in your in your pituitary gland. Uh, it's just fascinating to see him figure out like combat strategies. Uh, I know some people might be kind of like weirded out by that, but I think it's I think it's really fascinating and to see. Uh, what method he chooses to play. Cause again, I play a lot of games and you have campers. You have people who like to rush. You have uh, snipers, all that kind of stuff. And just to see what he finds um, uh, more fun. Like at first he was kind of a resource kind of killer. Like he would hang back and collect all these resources and then get better uh, weapons and better um, like blocks to cover the beds. So it would take the other teams longer to get to it, to destroy it. He was kind of that. And I, I think rushing made him kind of nervous because you didn't have any weapons or, or, or like the, um, the starting weapons, you know, no armor, stuff like that. I think being left out in the wind kind of makes him anxious. Uh, but I noticed a couple of days ago he started doing it, and he liked it. And I was proud of him because it's like he had his own – he had his natural style of play. And then he saw what these other people were doing. He was like, you know, what, let me, let me give that a shot. Let me try that. And uh, I know for some people it just sounds like you, you're really making a big deal. I mean, he was so afraid to, like, try anything competitive a couple of years ago. It's just he was always worried about winning and losing and all this kind of stuff. But now he's really just seeing like, oh, okay, this is really for fun. Winning really doesn't matter. It feels good, but losing definitely doesn't matter. Like, it can be frustrating. I have to get on him about, about that sometimes. But he's really just starting to see uh, what games are for. Like, it's just supposed to be really fun, man. And the fact that he can do it online with a group of people and not get uh, as upset or being too afraid to even try is is big for him, and I'm, I'm really proud of him. And I know for some people, y'all might not get that. But just from where we started with him in these games – and to where he is now it's uh it's it's uh it's it's good to see um but yeah it's, it's just um it's fascinating to watch my little boy just hunt other players it's just um yeah so um oh so I said this a few minutes ago uh about how him and I are so much alike. And I've mentioned this uh I think the last week or week before. He's also starting to try new foods and stuff like that. But eating has always been a challenge. It takes him a long time to eat. He's getting up, running around. He's very, very hesitant to try things, but as of recently, he's been open to it. And uh he he finally tried like gravy and stuff and he liked it. And we had it at dinner time and he let it sit too long and it was kinda congealed and stuff and he was like, I don't like this and like i've said several times i'm like man most food is better when it's hot i was like so if you kind of sit and eat it while it's hot you'll actually get to taste it at its best in its best form you know at a nice temperature and everything like that that's why guys we have to talk to him like that but uh so today uh you know i uh I'm working on stretching and, and trying to be more zen and everything like that. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna make myself a cup of coffee. I got some Afro going, and then boom, it hit me. I should probably stretch. So I take a couple steps, and next thing you know, 20, 30 minutes go by, and I come back to what? A cold ass cup of coffee, and I hear myself say, you know, a lot of food is better when it's when it's when it's hot. And it's like I don't even take my own advice, and it also hit me. I just, started, I just had all these flashbacks of me just drinking cold cups of coffee. And, look, I'm not saying that nobody else does, and this is very unique to me. I'm not saying that shit. But it's just like I get on him about not taking the time to nourish himself, and I do the same thing. I get so distracted. Like, so many times I'll sit down, I'll make dinner, make my plate, and at, for some reason, before I sit down, I'll decide – I think now is a good time for me to empty the dishwasher. Or, oh, you know what? I should probably go upstairs and put those clothes in the, in the in the dryer. Oh, you know what? Might as well put another load in the washer. End up doing both. Sit down. Food is cold. And unfortunately, sometimes my self-worth can be so low. I'm like, you know what? Eh, this is good enough. I, I don't need to heat it up. I don't need to, it's just like, I shouldn't be doing that shit to myself. I've done that shit to to myself for years and I, I gotta stop. But uh, yeah, it's just, I I find myself doing the same things that he does. Uh, And I feel like if I fix my behavior and I start taking uh, better care of myself, not even that, if I just start saying, Hey, sit down and eat. Yeah, I'm right. If I just take care of better, better care of myself, actually put, Things that I need first, instead of trying to get, instead of getting distracted, I will feel a lot better. Even when, like, say, when I want to record a podcast. I've done so many podcasts that have been rushed, and I'm sorry, I'm pretty sure y'all can tell sometimes, like, what the fuck is this? It's because I, I, I'll go, you know what, I'm really hungry, but I need to get this done first. Let me hurry up. And then I end up doing uh, somewhat of a rush job and my thoughts might not be as clear because I I just won't take the time out and go, hey, eat something first, man. Let it digest, have some water, relax, then do the job, then try to get it done. It's like, you'll make it better. And that's what I told myself today. Because for some reason I was like, this isn't even going up until tomorrow, but I was like, I got to get this thing done first thing in the morning. Why? Why? My fucking brain isn't even working yet. Let me let me let me slide into the day. Get my shit going, get my bearings. Get my brain working at full speed. Eat something and do and then do the podcast. And now here I am. It's just like I need to stop telling myself I need to try to cram all this shit in. It's just like no, bro, take your time, slow down and do what you got to do. I feel like I just been rushed my entire life to where like, that's, that's just how I, I'm, I'm used to operating. I need to tell myself you need to just chill. You need to relax. Um, and relax is what I did this weekend, man. I had so much fun this weekend. I was up in DC. I had shows Friday and Saturday at room 808 up in Petworth. And, uh, let me tell you, man, I I had one of the best times, best weekends I've ever had in comedy. Um, and eight oh eight is a small little art collective gallery space in, in DC. It's basically like a house that they've turned into like a, a performance space. Uh, and uh, man, I um, it's just it's got such a fun vibe. It, it it's not hard to find, but if you if you're not really looking, you, you, you'll walk right by it because again, it's it's like it's a house. Or well, it kind of looks like a store. It looks like you know what? It looks like a a house that they turned into a storefront, like back in the day. Like the front window kind of had it kind of comes out in almost like a a polygon shape. It's got like a yeah, like almost like a display window, but it's definitely just a, a fucking house. That's all it is. But um. It's just, uh, it, it has like this kind of speakeasy kind of vibe. It seems like you're doing something kind of secret. It's BYOB, they got cool art hanging around. They play really, really hip music. It's just like, it's just a fun room. And the, the, the crowd is pretty eclectic. You'll get younger black folks, older black folks, gay folks, um, just eclectic uh, friend groups from colleges. Uh, people who work together it's just a it's just a very eclectic kind of group of people you'll get twenty one year olds and then i've I've been there where you got some lady she was there with her grandson and i want to say it was her ninetieth birthday so it, it's just a it's just a fun room man and I had the best time this weekend uh I think the last time I had that much fun on stage is when i was in um i was in Columbus I got to do that basement show at that Mexican restaurant I mean it, it it's just look I I feel happiest when I'm headlining and closing out shows now like it took me a while to admit that I was having a lot of self-doubt about my skill my talent and then like over the last couple of weeks I was just like why am I like I know what I'm doing like why am I being like this with my with myself and the show I did Thursday before uh, New year was great um then doing these shows at 808 i feel like there was another show that i'm that i'm forgetting about um but i just i don't know man i i I can honestly say i really feel like my comedy is 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 about to go to a different level because i've decided on what i want to talk about how i want to talk about it at the pace at which i want to talk about it uh I don't put pressure on myself to get a laugh out of every line. I'm comfortable with exploring shit on stage. Um, and I just, I feel like, yeah, that I, that's where I feel the most comfortable. And I'm not saying I'm opposed to doing showcases and hitting mics and all that kind of stuff, but like I my pure joy just comes from having my own show. I'm at that point, like I can say, I know without a doubt I'm a headliner. I would not be doubting myself anymore. And now it's just going out, putting in the work, and building up a fan base to where other uh, bigger venues will allow me to headline there. But it's it's just the freedom of just I can go where I want, when I want, and how I want to get there. It, it makes me feel great. And the response I got from people this weekend was, was just reaffirming to like, Again, you're on the right fucking path. You, this is how you felt when you first started doing comedy. Like it, like this weekend really lit a fire under me to go, oh, I could do comedy like this. And this is something that I've been trying to like, I've been searching for since I did uh, my album. It's just because I, I knew like once I did it, I go, okay, now I've done this. Even though nobody really listened to it, uh, it didn't really do much. If I wanted, I could do it again. Uh, I, I'm grateful for that opportunity. But I I felt like I needed some type of like hard cap event to go, okay, I can turn the page and go to another chapter. But there were some other things I kind of felt like was holding me back. And then I had to make some decisions to go, no, 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 you can turn this page. You'll be completely fine. And also too, and this might sound corny, but it's okay. If you need to go back to reference some shit, cause you, it's okay. I can go back and reference a little bit but I know I I want to move forward. I'm ready to start doing my own thing and build my own fan base so I can do and say exactly what I want. And, uh, yeah, it just, it just, it just feels good, man. But it just, it was, it was a nice time. And I think, I think where I am now with this new style I'm doing, I, I'm not good enough at it to really, to where I can really distill it down. Uh, I can't really distill it down into like a a simpler form. Not not yet, cuz I'm still trying to figure it out, but I know where I where I want to be and I'm happy right here where I am creatively uh as a comic and I'm feeling the most confident I've ever felt and I'm I'm really really excited about like uh what I got coming up next. I I, I don't know. So I'm 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 really really excited. So shout out to Martin uh, I for having me up there. I had a great time. Uh, just, just a lot of fun, man. It was, it was, it was great. So I can say I've been watching some of the clips just from this last weekend, man. It, it just, it just gives me goosebumps cause I'm, I'm excited again. And that was something that was bothering me cause I was like, am I not excited about comedy anymore? Do I not like this? Cause I know how I can be where I can just be really into something for a long time. And then boom, one day it's just all that just, feeling is gone or like it's just not as interesting to me anymore but uh that's not that's not the case i i, I did have to ask myself that though that that's not the case and i, I like this feeling and i need to keep this feeling and uh, I, had, I had a great time man so uh <clears throat> yeah man it was, it was really dope oh so oh saturday i uh, i stayed with my boy tj ferguson we hung out all day uh we kicked it um, and we usually have lunch, and he was like, yeah, you got to check out this spot. It's called The Angry Jerk, and it's in uh, Silver Spring, Maryland. So we went there Saturday. Look, TJ, my boy, man, but he, <laughs> he do this shit. I don't know if y'all have any friends with this uh, that do this or not. Look, you can, you can wear what you want to wear, bro. I don't shame anybody. But this nigga likes to walk around in just the workout tights. <laughs> yeah just just the tights with a jacket on or a t-shirt and it's just like okay <laughs> i don't know do any of y'all have homeboys that do this no okay just me I just, I just i just think it's funny i i you know what maybe it's just my own insecurity i wouldn't want my uh, my ball bag just right there but hey if you, if you got it why not uh you know hey <laughs> smoke them if you got them actually you no know way if i was if i was ripped and i had i had the uh the package going i would probably just go with the uh with the tights actually i can't, I can't do that that shit's fucking weird i remember a long ass time ago uh i was when i was stationed at luke uh we played flag football and uh, this is before all of that shit was cool man uh it was, it was like when spandex was like literally strictly athletic gear like you didn't wear that shit nowhere else and like i think it was even like men had just started really wearing like uh the under armor tights under shit and people that's like what we were with the homophobia where it's just like that shit kind of gay man you wearing tights and so but my supervisor this dude jamal he had some on right and but he had shorts on over it and and the base rules for flag football, and probably most flag football leagues, you can't have po- a po- pockets in your shorts. So they made him t- take off his over shorts and he was just running around in these Under Armour tights. And the shit was so funny. It's all people could talk about. Again, early, early 2000s. Some people were freaked out about it. They didn't even want to like guard him and shit like that. They didn't want to. They didn't want to touch him. It's just that's how weird these dude, are. They, they didn't want to grab his flags because he had on tights. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just thought that was funny. I didn't. I didn't know he did that. So yeah, <laughs> shout out to TJ and his tights. Uh, oh, I know some of y'all might be thinking like, one minute you in you live in Virginia, one minute you in D.C., now you driving to Maryland to get uh, this Caribbean stuff. All right. The DMV is weird. Like there's certain parts of DC where, or yeah, in Virginia, DC, where you can get to Maryland or Virginia or DC, or wherever in the DMV area, you can get to another state or whatever within 10 or 15 minutes. Like TJ, he live in Maryland, but it's 15 minutes from, uh, downtown DC. Arlington is literally like right across the bridge from DC. And yeah, so because some people are like, damn man, you be doing all this traveling. You be in Maryland one night, then you be here. It's just like it's literally I could drive all around. I could I could get to all these shows that you're talking about within a half hour of each other. So we're not driving hours and hours to get uh, a Caribbean bowl, but it was it was really really good, man. So we get there, I get the uh, the shrimp chicken combo bowl with the fried rice. They had some pineapple pico. I got the cabbage uh, pickled onions they had plantains but i didn't really want plantains and they had the jerk sauce and at first i was kind of worried i was like did i get too much shit on top because sometimes i look i love a salad all right like a a chipotle style or um um like uh what's it is it cava yeah is it cava no meza or a meza style where like you get to pick a base of protein and then they got like a a, a, uh an array an assortment of toppings i'm going crazy I'm going crazy, but I had never had this before. And I was like, am I doing too much with, I got this, I got this pineapple Pico I got, but then I thought about it. I was like, Oh, this is all the Caribbean food. They're not going to put anything out here that don't really go with anything. But, uh, it was, it was really, really good. I was a little hesitant at first cause it was pricey. It was only almost actually it was $23, but it's a big ass bowl and they are not cheap with their uh, proteins at all and the shrimp this ain't no bullshit bullshit overcooked like peppermint looking shrimp these are big ass tiger shrimp and you get plenty of them to the point where i was like damn there's still shrimp in this motherfucker like i almost got sick of it because they were just so big and so many i was like all right enough with the shrimp like that's how much shrimp it was but it was really really good if you're ever in silver spring maryland check it out it's called the the, uh, the angry jerk uh it was great they uh they got a bunch of other stuff they got other curries and fishes F- yeah fish fishes they had fish and all kind of all kind of stuff they got the real quick stuff you can grab right there but you could also order uh some, some other stuff that they would have to make and then bring it from the back but uh it was really really good overall great fucking weekend shout out to tj for letting me stay oh me and him we me and tj did a uh podcast together which I'll be I will be uploading. I'm thinking about starting a Patreon where I'm interviewing my friends and stuff, so I'm not really sure where that's gonna live uh in the long run. But um Yeah, me and TJ sat down at his place and we just we just talked about all type of shit. Sneakers, how we met, uh him acting, uh where he was comedy wise and all that kind of stuff. Um So yeah, just be on the lookout for that. Um I got a weird thought before Actually, I can't get out of here. I got a couple more things. I thought I was done. Let me look. Th- no, I got two more things. Three. Uh, one, <laughs> I had somebody inbox me. I'm not going to say who it was. Cool dude, but I don't know what he was thinking. Sometimes people get drunk and they start inboxing people crazy shit at 3.43 in the morning like he did. But he inboxed me. He goes, Chris, what do you think is better? Good Goodfellas a bronx tale first of all this shouldn't even be a motherfucking question it shouldn't even be a motherfucking question and then he goes i think it's a bronx tale if i knew where he lived right right then and there i probably would have got my car and drove over there knocked on his door and beat him like Art Artie did uh, Benny on Sopranos for doing a credit card scam in his restaurant. But you know what? It's 2023. I'm trying to be uh, I'm trying to be more positive. I'm trying to I'm trying to understand people instead of being understood all the time. And uh, I was just like, Yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's not even close. This is this is this is not even a question. The fact that you even ask this is is, is asking. It, it lets me know that you know nothing about mob movies. If you say you like mob movies, you have to have seen Goodfellas. It's a masterpiece. It's the best of the mob movies. A Bronx Tale, it's cool. It's all right. To to call back to uh a previous episode. If I had to compare these movies to Soul Food, Goodfellas is what my mom's makes, okay? And my family. And a Bronx Tale is what you get when you go to a Soul Food restaurant. It's cool. It's a mob movie. It's got a lot of stars in it I recognize, like greens and fried chicken and cornbread. But the shit just ain't as good. All right? So please, don't ever try to compare... A Bronx Tale, because it's got it's got one good scene. I will give you that. Now, now you can't leave when they lock they lock the door. I I I I get that. I that that's a classic. All right, but Goodfellas is almost two hours of that. (laughs) Almost two hours. Now, I was I've been very hesitant to say that uh goodfellas is a masterpiece because to be honest i didn't i didn't really know what a masterpiece what that really meant so i looked it up and nowhere in the definition does it say it needs to be flawless so i can i can say that without any type of hesitation or doubt in my mind goodfellas is a motherfucking masterpiece and should never be compared to a bronx tale all right just because something was a masterpiece, <clears throat> let me back up. Now, I, I, I love Goodfellas, and, and, and for everybody that I know that loves it, most of us, if not all of us, will say the last 15-ish minutes, kind of weird, out of place, not that great. And for a lot of us, it kind of ruins the movie. Like, I could do without it. I don't know what it is, but I, I, I just could. And I'm talking about the whole cocaine, the chase scene, the girl, the – the the, uh, uh, the just the the courts I could really do w- without it man it's just I don't know um but look I I started and I I understand sports is different from movies I'm talking sports versus art but I will say this some phenomenal performances in sports I I, I looked them up Will Chamberlain's hundred point game. It was not a flawless game. He shot fifty-seven percent. Kobe Bryant's eighty-one. He didn't shoot. A, he didn't shoot perfect from the field, All right, And I and I get it. There, baseball, you got perfect games. That's just very, very rare. I I, I get that, but I'm just saying, just for a performance to, or or a piece to be a masterpiece doesn't mean that it's completely flawless. There are no mistakes in it. It's just. It's one of the best movies ever made. Uh, I think it's the best mob movie ever made as of today. And uh, it should never be compared. So um, Taylor Knight, uh, don't ever talk to me ever again, man. And with that, there's a show. That's a show. I'm out. Make sure you guys follow me on all things uh, social media at Chris Allen Comedy. Uh, Week after next, I'll be in uh, Columbus. Wait, not Columbus. Is it Columbus, Cleveland, Ohio for some shows? Uh, it's, it's I got a little run. I'll, I'll post more details about it because I got I got to look it up. But I, I'm doing uh, a show Friday and I'm doing two on Saturday, the 20th and the 21st. You know, what, Chris, stop being fucking lazy and just look this shit up. Just fucking look it up. All right, uh, here we go. My, oh, nope. Here's my calendar. The only thing I, yeah, the 20th and the 21st, I have shows. The only thing I do not have right now on me is the uh, the name of the venues. You know, let me look that up, too, since, I, since I'm just here. I might as well just look it up real quick. What's this? I don't want that. Um, I don't have access to that box right here. But uh, I'll get the information out, but I'm doing, uh, yeah. Some shows in, in uh in Cleveland, uh, some uh, independent venues. It's put on by Water Cooler Comedy. So if you wanna, if you really want to know what it is, just check out Water Cooler Comedy. Um, the shows are gonna be dope. I'm excited. I hope to see some of y'all there who listen to my podcast. But again, with that being said, there's a show. That's the show. Make sure you guys follow me on all things social media at Chris uh, Chris Allen Comedy, and please like and subscribe to the YouTube page. I'm out. See y'all. Peace. <laughs>